Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Wing It Worldwide podcast. My name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. And where are we going today, Emily? Cappadocia, the playground. Yes, and Cappadocia is an area that's located in the central part of the Anatolian Peninsula in Turkey. And what amazes me about Cappadocia, Emily, is that it is so beautiful and so unique in all the world, yet so few people in the Western world really know about it. Well, I didn't know about it until recently when we actually saw some documentaries about it. And in seeing the gorgeous pictures of these unique formations that I've never seen anywhere in this planet made me want to go so badly that we made sure that was our next destination. Now, yes, you mentioned these very chimneys, and they're like mushroom-shaped rock formations sticking up out of the ground. And that is one of the things that makes this area so unique in the world. And of course, we have pictures for you on the blog. That whole valley of these fairy chimneys is quite large. And interestingly enough, it looks like it's nestled in a place that looks a lot like it could be central or southern Utah. But that's what makes it unique. The second thing that makes it really unique is the hot air ballooning there. What we were told is there are more days there in a typical calendar year where you can go hot air ballooning than anywhere else in the world. And a couple decades ago, they figured this out and they've created this thriving industry for tourists such that every morning, a hundred balloons or more take off on good days, you know, which are most of the days of the year in Cappadocia. So going hot air ballooning was a must. <laughs> it was so much so that we wanted to make sure we allowed no room for error here. Yes. So we gave ourselves a few days there in Cappadocia. We couldn't wait to do the hot air ballooning. That was the highlight of our trip, and the kids couldn't wait to do it either. And we're glad we did because it was amazing to go up in the air and look down in a different view other than in the car. And the great thing about our hot air balloon pilot was that he was really an expert. So he could get us really down low in the valleys and close so that we could see things, you know, from a bird's eye view and even to get really close to it, almost so that you could touch it while we were flying. I know. We were like, wow, we got so close. We we're like, are we going to hit this thing? But we had a lot of confidence knowing that they just don't do that. Yeah, he was very good at what he did. And then, of course, he took us at like 5,000 meters too, way up high. And the kids absolutely loved it. They didn't freak out at all. Poor little Sarah is only four years old. And I have to make a note here that we went with the company that actually would let Sarah come along. Most of the balloon companies wouldn't let her. Mm -mm. And poor little Sarah couldn't see over the top and we couldn't lift her up. So she was kind of peering through the little holes in the basket. But she had a great time. Oh, yeah. And you know what I noticed is not all the balloons got that close to everything. We actually had a unique opportunity that we got to be closer up to the ground and closer to the formations than a lot of the other balloons did. And importantly, it didn't break the bank to do this. They've got so many people going nowadays into the balloons in combination, and I know this is going to sound ironic, with the fact that they don't have as much tourism as they used to. And I imagine even with the politics that happened since we went to Turkey, it unfortunately probably isn't better than when we went. So for all four of us, they cut us a deal for like 300 US dollars, which was crazy. You can't even do that. I know you can't even do that for one person here. Yeah. You know, that's the best deal for hot air ballooning anywhere in the world. And it's probably one of two or three most iconic places in the world where you can do hot air ballooning. Another thing we did while we were there was we went on a Land Rover tour. Oh, that was a lot of fun. They take you out to what they call the blue tour. There's three different tours. There's a red, the green, and the blue. And each one does something different. 
and that one you want a Jeep. You want to be able to get to areas that are more remote, that doesn't have good access with good roads, but you get to see things that most people don't get to see. Now, you called it a Jeep tour, but they're actually Land Rovers, which is so <laughs> much fun for me because I love Land what Rovers. What can I say? I'm a girl. Right. Any chance I get to get in a Land Rover is a good opportunity. And sure enough, we had this off-roading, delightful tour, had lunch along the way where he barbecued for us, caves everywhere. I mean, there's the Grama Open Air Museum, which is just a series of caves. And there are a whole bunch of other places you can explore. And our kids just loved this. It was like being the Flintstones. Like you can climb up in caves and climb inside. One of the interesting things about the Grama Open Air Museum is they had the first, I don't know if I would even call it a building, but like structure that was designed in Christendom to actually be a church with the purpose of meeting there. For worship. Yeah, and you can see it. And they have the painting still there, the original work. Right, barely, but they're still there. And what struck me the most about that, Emily, is it's hundreds of years after Christ. And it's still there. And it was the first building ever made for church. Nowadays, we think, okay, Christianity, church, go to church. Right. But the actual purposeful building for that, the first one was hundreds of years later after Christ walked the earth. Right, where they organized it and had a structure for it, not just the building, but everything behind it. Lots of history, lots of history everywhere you go. And what we did, we went to that museum first. And there's an, a pass that you could get, and really inexpensively, that pass will let you in to the majority of all the other places you want to see. Definitely well worth it. That's what we recommend that you do if you go visit and you're on your own vehicle touring around. So definitely get that pass. Go visit the different places. The difference between this museum and most museums is this one you get to touch and play and climb, unlike a stagnant museum where you don't get to touch anything. You just get to stare at it. Now, another thing that was wonderful about Cappadocia was the food. Oh. Everything in Turkey is just delicious. Well, notwithstanding the Chinese food. <laughs> I'd probably skip Turkish Chinese food if I had a chance to do it over again. But I'll never forget, we got there by night on an airline called Atlas Global, by the way, which we flew from Istanbul to Kayseri, which is yeah, probably one of the two airports that's nearest to Grima. You're going to be looking at a shuttle bus ride no matter what. And they charged us $65 for all four of us with luggage, and they fed us. Now, I don't know. Your mileage may vary, literally, but that was crazy. It was a no-brainer. It was yeah. the cheapest way to get there. And they have chefs on Turkish planes, like guys with chef hats. <laughs> Turk Havilari had that too, Turkish Airlines. They came to come and talk to our children, so they got to talk to the chef and ask questions. It was really very heartwarming. Yeah. Again, super kid-friendly all over Turkey. And we got there by night. We arrived at our cave hotel. We stayed at a cave hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually stayed in a cave, which was really cool. I mean, what else when you're in a place like Grandma? Right. So it was dark and we woke up so excited. You know, we were exhausted because this trip was like 40 hours, but we still woke up the next morning so excited because we wanted to see this place in the daylight and say, okay, did the pictures do it justice? Which right. it did not. Did the you balloons know. pop up? No, the balloons weren't out that morning. But the breakfast at the top of the hotel with that vista of town below was just absolutely spectacular. I mean, they have the most fresh tomatoes and olives. The olives are just absolutely amazing. The and the cheese. tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Just, and the honey. Oh, the best. And the apple tea. Oh, yes, that's right. Don't forget that. I mean, the tea over there just combined to make the most wonderful open-air breakfast, rivaling anything you would ever get in Greece or whatever. And here you were in central Turkey. 
just fantastic. And my favorite breakfast, you can't do that wrong. That has to be done right. And it was done right. Now, another thing I'm going to say about going to Cappadocia is don't be afraid to rent a car because that's what you want to do, especially for that red tour that's pretty much in and around Grandma. Driving there is no big deal. You know, they're driving with the steering wheel on the left side like you'd see in America. No problem at all. And you can drive and do the red tour. Now, where they have the underground city, oh, there's crickets. <laughs> well, we got to finish that thought. You're yeah, right. Leave us exactly. I'm not going to leave you hanging there. Yeah, you're still thinking about breakfast. <laughs> Leaving you hungry. We didn't even get to dinner. My gosh. Oh, no. the kebabs and oh, unbelievable. Now, when you rent the car, you know, you can go to some of these surrounding towns and stop at the pottery places and try your hand at making this wonderful Turkish pottery. It's gorgeous. They let the kids do it and get their hands dirty. Didn't charge us a dime extra. Fed us apple tea. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you feed people tea, right? You give us some apple tea to drink. Right. Enjoy the pottery that they have there. Beautiful, fantastic artwork. And I can't underscore enough how wonderful and friendly the people are. And you get an education there, too. You get to learn about the different arts and where they come from. It's the Ottoman or if it's this dynasty right. or that dynasty and what the history is fascinating. Yeah, it really is. And that's another reason why you want to rent a car, especially in and around the Grim area. You know, over to the town of Urgup is another place to go. Uh, boy, we ran out of time here. This could, We could go on <laughs> and on. Sorry. Let me just finish this part up. The red tour has most of what you want to see. However, the green tour is where you want to go when you want to see the underground city, which is a must. And we went with a tour group to do that. That would have been a little more complicated to drive. But right. not out of reach, but no. it was just easier, we thought. Yeah, we thought it'd be easier. We wouldn't have to worry about it. Just relax in their truck and just go there. But we could have easily driven it as well. Cappadocia is a wonderful destination. And we hope that you'll get a chance to go and have the kind of adventures we had and maybe even one-up us when you go. If you want to find more on the blog... Please visit www.wingitworldwide.com. Sign up for our newsletter where we will send you updates of what's going on. And we don't inundate you with email. Don't worry. No. Until we talk to you again next time, my name's Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. Be good out there. And have fun. Wing It Worldwide podcast is copyright X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Remember, you can go to the show notes page at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. There you'll find out much more about all the destinations talked about by Scott and Emily on this show. Remember, if there's anything left out that you wanted to hear, chances are you'll find it there. It's all at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for the Wing It Worldwide podcast. Until next time, be good.